Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The Authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you. What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Very stunned. Son of a bitty bitch. Son of a bitty bitch. Son of a bitty bitch. Son of a gun. You thought I was going to say this. Son of a bitch, didn't you? And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. <laughs> it's time. For the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 27, 2014. Broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire today. As we continue the blind taste test today. It'll be number three versus number four. Just under 500 participants will be smoking along as we determine. Without the band on it, which should be interesting, maybe not, which is better. Uh, with consolidation happening in the cigar world, who is next? We've heard the rumors. You're going to hear our thoughts, and we're going to share our opinions with you. Uh, we have news from the asylum, Old Five Freddy in the Aging Room, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, we'll get Debonair, and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to this edition of The Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire, Studio B4. One studio, no <laughs> world headquarters, three stores in New Hampshire. You what continue was that? this. What was that number again? B4. Bingo. Yeah. There we go. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. <laughs> we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch this mess live or you catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. How was that? I barely looked at it. I yeah. saw that. I barely looked at it. I'm thinking we could hang the script right there. Or you can just set. know it. Just know it. <laughs> 
So uh, the blind taste test continues. This is the blind taste test of 2014. We've done this twice before, five years ago, ten years ago. Here we are, 2014, trying it again. Those that never participated in before, those that didn't buy into, wish they did. We, we've had a lot of that. People are coming in and saying, can I buy into that? But you can't because it has already started. It's already started. So unfortunately, uh, you can't do it. People are, have gone through their whole eight already, have begun um, voting. And uh, uh, we have not got to that point. We're doing three versus four, but next week, don't try this at home, kids. We wrap it up. (laughs) We're going to smoke four at the same, well, four in the two hours, four cigars in two hours. It's going to be five and six, one in each hand, and then seven and eight the next hour, one in each hand. Wow. Don't try this at home. We're professionals. Try it at home. Don't be a wuss. So, uh, yeah. This this has begun on September 15th. Everybody has up until that uh, is participating. It you have till October twelfth to get us your votes. First round of voting, and uh, after that, on October thirteenth, on Monday, we will start banding and shipping the next round. And we have about five hundred participants, a little under that. Uh, so it's going to take us a while to do it. We're going to try to get them out on that Monday, if not Tuesday, um, the second round. And that will be number 9, 10, 11, and 12. Hmm. The winner of 1 and 2 becomes number 9. The winner between 3 and 4, that we're smoking today, will become number 10 and so on. After that round happens, another round goes out with just two cigars remaining. And that will wrap up. um, We'll end up having a winner. You have a question? When will the winners be be announced for each round? Okay, they will not be announced uh, until the event is over. Well, I mean, in other words, let's say uh, it's now going um, the winner of one and two. Well, y- y- we're not going to say what number nine you're is. You're going to get nine. But you won't know if that was one know. or two. No, you don't. You won't. Because you don't, again, everything comes down to perception. Awesome. So if you have a perception of one and two and that becomes number nine, you could be happy that it was number nine, or you could be sad it's number nine, and your emotion is going to play you, on the flavor. Yeah, you might have voted for number one, but the majority voted for number two. Right. right. Listen, my grandfather smoked an El Producto on the beach in the Bahamas and thought it was the greatest cigar of all time. Mm. It isn't. It's a machine-made piece of poo, but perception is everything when it comes to smoking. Yes, absolutely. You probably also had a clear mind sitting on the beach. That's the most important thing for enjoying a cigar, in my opinion. How do you enjoy it? Let, you know what? Let's get into that after we cut in light because sure, we end yeah. up putting this off every yes, time. Yes, <laughs> every time. Every time. So uh, it is time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all of the cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence, and we got another round of the Perdomo. Every time. Every time. Every time. We got a, uh, another round of the Perdomo double-aged Connecticut came in, thank yeah. God. What a great cigar that is. And we're just days away from uh, sometime in October, round. right? The, yep. the sun-grown? Uh, is it a sun-grown? Sun-grown, it is yeah. sun-grown, sun-grown yeah, comes yeah. in next. So this is number three. That's all we know about it. Let's take a, take a peek at it. As uh, we have a, uh, it looks to be a light. Shade, possibly? I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a shade-grown wrapper. Golden in color? Yep, golden color. It uh, it has uh, multiple caps on it. It's a good-looking cigar. Yep. Some fine veins. Yep. Hmm. And, uh, Ooh, it's all veins. A little bit of tooth. 
A little toothy. A little toothy. Little toothy. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> All right, so we're going to uh, light the cigar. We have a uh, lighter that looks uh, very famous to me. Fourteen ninety nine. Come on. You know what? I, I could mix the lighters up a little bit more, and I was about to, and somebody bought a hundred of these yeah. the other day. One guy one person? In, one yes. person came in and <laughs> yes. bought a hundred of them, and I said, you know what? The lighter is the bomb, so we're going to use this one again. It is the Vortex. It's fourteen ninety nine. It's crazy. You know, I do a little taste test here uh, for charity. We do it every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. We do a charity event. We teach people how to properly cut, light, and smoke a cigar. And uh, as I'm toasting the cigar up, I'm going to give you guys a, a, you know, and I know if you listen to the show, you're, you're a cigar geek that loves uh, smoking cigars, and you've been smoking it long, and I'm going to tell you how to light your cigar. But l- let me mention this to you because it always happens that there's guys in the, yeah, I've been smoking for 20 years. I know what I'm talking about. And we end up doing it the proper way. And he, he says, oh, my God. Hmm. You know, if if you drink Starbucks coffee, for instance, Starbucks over-roast their coffee. Right. 4,000 pounds in about four minutes, just for the record. They do it on purpose. Yep. It's consistently tastes like it is, and that's what you like if, they, if you love Starbucks coffee and consistently. If you're not lighting your cigar properly, consistently you're doing it wrong. There's a taste of char in your, in your cigars. Not charred. Right. Char. Because, what is it? Am I making a mistake? No. no. Yeah. Chard is a leafy vegetable. You okay. wouldn't taste that. I wouldn't even know what that is. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> you agree with me? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Barry concurs. I yeah. mean, I'm not a rabbit, so if it's <laughs> vegetable, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Never mind tried it. Um, Vegetables are... <laughs> right. Well, a lot of chard. Right. You know, it's... But it's past tense of char as far as he's concerned. Yeah. But you st- keep the lighter. We're using a jet flame lighter. If you put the lighter real close to it and you hit it, it's going to char the tobacco leaf. Mm. And as you draw in, you're drawing in the char taste in it. And through the whole cigar, once you've done it once and it's gone through, it's char all the way through. And every cigar you smoke and light is charred, and you all, it has that consistent charness to it all the time, where I don't. I kind of keep the flame far away, and like a marshmallow, I toast it, yep. and I spend an extra couple of seconds when it comes to a lighter like this. We're talking about three jets that are on this vertigo. Yeah. Uh, it only takes another second or two to do it the proper way, and I don't char it at all. So you look at the edge. Those that are watching on the video feed of this will see there's no charness that, that has. And I'm tasting the cigar for what it is without that charness, and it it's tastes better. Believe me, it does. It I, drives I do. me crazy when I see somebody take a lighter and basically put it in the middle of their cigar to oh, light yeah. it up. Oh. Next thing you know, the wrapper looks like a really bad painted Maduro wrapper. Yeah. It's just the burn, the, the char is all the way up to the band, and I'm like, that can't taste good. Now, no. I do have to say I'm, I'm really excited you guys jumped ahead. We didn't talk about the pre-light tasting, so if you don't mind. Oh, boy. I'm going, since we don't have anything else to talk before about. I toasted it. I did, you already had it going. we got a lot to talk about. Today. So we got a lot to talk about. But go, go ahead. On, you're slowing down the I, show. Let's I want to say party. the pre-light taste on this. I should have did it. Caramel. Apple sauce. If you can imagine making an applesauce from carameled apples. Boy, it tastes, it sounds like it tastes delicious. I wish I tried it. Yeah, it does taste delicious. You do wish you tried it. Now I'm going to toast on my cigar because that's what time it is with my 1499 Vortex Triple Flame. This is my vertigo. 
show sponsors, and uh, I'm glad they are because yeah. they have a bang-up lighter. We are selling 100 at a time. We were selling about 100 a week, but one guy comes in and buys 100 in one minute. That's a good sale. Yeah. That's a good sale. That was How good. And you know what, what was the greatest part of it? We had them. We yeah. had the 100 to sell them right there. They're so low in price. I mean, you stock the hell. And not only is it like this, comes in a case also. It's got a little pouch. Fourteen ninety nine. How did they Done. do it? I have no idea, but they do a great job at it. So back to, back to the blind taste test. We will reveal all the information of what one was, what two was, that, that whoever won it became number nine and go through the whole process. That's going to be on the show on November 22nd. It seems like it's a far way away, but the problem is we have to go through all these. And we probably could have done it faster. As we start seeing the people voting already, they've gone through their whole eight, and here we are on three and four today. I didn't want to rush anybody, and the people that end up smoking only a couple of cigars a week, that's why we ended up uh, going low. But next week, we'll end up doing four, at this, four uh, on the show and wrap that up and go into the next segment of it. So uh, those that are participating and listening to the show, uh, I hope you're enjoying Those that aren't, I hope this isn't uh, boring the hell out of you as it goes through. But uh, I knew what the cigars were. And I'm being as totally honest as I possibly can. I forget. <laughs> it's a senior moment. I, I know what some of them, uh, the, the, the brands that I chose, but looking at them without bands on them and forgetting half of them anyway, what I ended up choosing, I don't remember what the cigars are, which is good. How could I do this without, without doing that? Uh, I know Chuck and Barry, you have no idea what okay. it is. Nope. Unfortunately, Mr. Jonathan is the buyer. He saw our, um, invoices coming in of things he didn't order, and he goes, what is this? That kind of ruined it, so he knows what some of the things are also and probably has a it's better really memory. Not even, it's really not even that good for me because it was narrowed down to, like, 12 things. Yeah. So, anyway. There well, can be only eight. We'll end so up seeing how it goes. Somebody had reached out to me on social media asking what the proper way to blind taste a cigar is. Like, what should they be looking for when they're tasting the cigar? Or tasting for. Right. And they told me that I don't get how you get the notes that you get in the reviews and how other bloggers get them. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be looking so, for. And I know there's an old show um, that me and you did, Chuck, by ourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know what number show it was, but it was um, proper way to cut light and smoke a cigar. It's early on in our YouTube history. It's early uh, on. If you can find that, we did a, an entire show on it, which is basically the blind taste, um, the um, cigar tasting uh, thing that I do. Um, and maybe we do another show on it, but um, it really enhances your cigar smoking for the rest of your life once you end up being able to taste these notes and it's just not smoked to you anymore and you can start really get, um The whole key is waking your palate up. And the, what did it for me was being able to smoke and eat at the same time. I'm not saying that everything that you eat is going to taste, it's going to bring something out in that specific cigar, but there is some part of what you're eating that you may be able to pick up some notes. And Barry's notorious for this because he does smoke and eat all the time. And when he pulls out his notes... That's because he eats all the time. <clears throat> Always pick on the fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look at it with admiration. There's no, there's no picking on it there. That's, but that really is the key. You wake your palate up, and when we do the cigar tastings, we do have a little bit of dark chocolate, and we got the almonds, mm. and that in, for the particular cigar that we choose 
for the tastings, which is... Can you taste it? Can You know, I'll say, oh, there's nuttiness in it. Does, is anybody getting that? And then you'll see a couple of guys, yeah, maybe there's something there. And I said, all right, here's some unsalted almonds. Yeah. Taste the unsalted almond. Pay attention to the almond as you're tasting it, the outside of it. Taste that. All right, now taste the cigar again. They go, I see what you're saying now. And yeah. you're going to taste it forever. Forever. There's a new uh, cigar that came out uh, this week. We were talking a little pregame before it happened. The Padron TAA Bellicoso. And they have a natural and Maduro version of it. It's only for TAA members that came out. Um, when I originally uh, sat with a guy, and I'm going back a lot of years, George Antonakis took me out in, in the days when you could go to Morton's and to Boston and sit there and uh, have dinner and have a cigar right at your table. Awesome. Oh, my God, those were the days. Mm. And uh, he said, I ordered you, as soon as you got there, you had to order in advance your dessert so they could nope. stop yeah, that's right, yeah. So he ordered the dessert, and he said, I want you to smoke the cigar uh, when we have dessert. And I want you to pay attention. <coughs> he ordered a black forest cake. Black forest cake is a dense chocolate cake with a little raspberry filling in between the two layers. The thing that I'm most astounded with in this story is you let someone else order your dessert for you. That's not like you. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, wa- he wanted me to go and, and enjoy it even more, the cigar. The cigar was a Padron Anniversario Maduro. And he said, now, taste that. Put that fork in where the dense chocolate meets that raspberry. Taste a little taste of that. And I did. He says, now, light the cigar up. And he goes, is that dead on or what? And I said, oh, my God. Now, I lit that cigar up. I couldn't wait when I saw it in here the other day. I said, I can't wait. That is a more fuller-bodied, more intense Padron of that exact flavor. It's there anyway on the regular Padron Anniversarios. Not the 26, the regular Anniversario line, Maduro only. But when you go into that, there it is even stronger. And I go, wow, it's dessert. Chocolate. And that's all I can taste. And I don't care if I, you blind tested me or not. That's what I taste each time. The Garofalo, which is the, what we use in the, in, the, in, the uh, in the tasting, it's the almond that happens in there and the creaminess that, and the little pepper notes that, that come through out there. So each time I taste it, that's what I can taste. And if you guys that, that are there can start zooming into this, letting this happen, it's so much better. It, it takes it as great as cigar smoking is. It takes it to the next level of, oh, I can really taste these notes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're burned out. If, you, if your palate is burned out and all you can do is smoke the, the real, real strong cigars, that's it. Unfortunately, you're missing it. You're burnt out. Uh, you need, uh, you know, buffalo wings, red hot scorching. We, we've been through that, right? I'm still recovering from uh, from that from that one. One of my favorite shows we did in Halloween is coming up is cigars yeah. and candy bars. Yeah. And I'll tell you, every time I have a, uh, a Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown, I taste Reese's Pieces peanut butter cups. There you go. Every time. Every time. It's funny. Cigars three and four on the blind taste test, and I was thinking they kind of represent a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yes. Color-wise. Color-wise. Right on. I'm still getting the caramel on this one. What are you picking up, Barry? I'm getting a lot of spice. I'm not getting any sweetness. Hmm. Well, you know what? Your palate's just wrong. That's okay. You should be a blogger. And, and uh, you know, I know a lot of people didn't, um, didn't sign up for this because they didn't want to be wrong. There's no right or wrong at the end of this thing. Well, Barry's wrong, but he's the only yeah. one. <laughs> but what do you like better, one or two? 
There's no wrong answer. And what do you like better now, three or four? We haven't lit, lit four. I like three so far. Yeah, I like it. What Jose Blanco always says, it, it really fits here. The best cigar is the cigar you happen to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're smoking one, two, three, four, so on and so forth, the cigar you vote for is the cigar that you enjoy. It is always interesting, by the way. He only says that when you're smoking one of his cigars. <laughs> so there is... <laughs> There is something to be said for the subliminal message there, which I dig about him. Which he's worked now. It's three different companies. Yeah. In one, two countries so far. Two countries. So. And he's the person who taught me more about tobacco than anybody I've met in the industry. He knows so. it. He knows it. That's for sure. Uh, speaking of new tobacco, how about new cigars? It's time to take a peek onto the shelves and see from Barry what is hitting the shelves. Barry. Well, this week on the shelves or at least on twoguyscigars.com, is the Tatuaje TAA, which is limited to 2,500 boxes of 20. Yes, I Comes in a 6x52 size Vitola using a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and filler, and the cigar is box-pressed. It was reviewed on the thecigarauthority.com, gave it a 93. Wow. So get it while they're still available. And then blaming your retailer because they don't have them anymore when it's your fault for not buying them in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's all there was this week. That's wow. All. That's it. A little heads up on there's only one thing. Yeah, seriously. We <laughs> count on you for five minutes every week. Yeah, well, you know, Jonathan's, BS doing, through it. Jonathan's doing the ordering, so I figured, you know, he would give you the heads up. Now, the Tatuaje, I'll tell you, uh, unlike the Padron um, Anniversary Bellicoso, we can continue to buy that as TAA all year long. But that one... We had to buy without tasting the cigar, right. without knowing anything about it, price, nothing, in, uh, in advance and say, this is how many we'll have, and then just crossing our fingers and hoping. Uh, great reputation from uh, Pete Johnson, so you, you take the chance, but you don't know how it's going to be. And I didn't even smoke it because I want to make sure the, uh, all the employees, not the employees, the, all the customers that want to get it. And... Um, 93 says uh, it's it was a throwback to classic Tatuaje. Ah, mm. so it felt like a cigar that he might have released eight years ago. Wow, whoa, whoa. so it was good. Nice, okay. We're going to be smoking some of those uh, throwback cigars at the Pete Johnson event. Yep, if you come to the event, you're going to be able to smoke a 2005 or a 2006 Cabaguan from your own personal yes. collection. Yeah. That was uh, when it was Cigar of the Year, uh, the Cabuan, and I, and I put a couple of boxes of those aside, which will blow through. And um, this is limited to 50 people only because one of the one of the particular cigars, there is only 50. So that's where that's we it. have to stop. Game over. Uh, wow. We got the Firecracker, which uh, arguably... The M80. The M80, I'm sorry. Um, the M80 is arguably the, uh, the best of the... Um, Limited stuff. That do you still have to, those uh, put away in your hoodie? I, I do. Yeah. I do. We get, Jonathan, you grabbed a We get phone boxes, calls right? about yeah. that all the time yeah. over in Nashua. Yeah. I, we got 333 boxes for some odd reason, and we sold 300 of them, and I actually saved 33 boxes myself. Uh, there isn't 33 left anymore. I've gone through them myself. We smoke them on 4th of July and things like that, So, uh, and we're going to go through uh, a few more, uh, which is going to leave us down to single-digit boxes left. Right. Uh, unfortunately, but uh, everything comes to an end. So uh, Barry came up with a great idea for another release from him. I won't say what it is. We have said it to him, and he said he could not get it done in time, 
but we are going to be spending uh, a couple of days with him, so uh, mm. we will push hard. Uh, Casey was up here last week. Uh, I spent a couple hours with him. His brother? Yeah, and uh, I told him the idea. He said, it's a great idea. I said, you guys just got to pull the trigger and do it. I'm letting you know, and uh, if you don't, I'm going to do it with someone else, but I want to do it with you guys. You'll be perfect for it, so I, I hope uh, he does and listens to it, and that would be great. So uh, we are going to be hitting the road uh, coming up real soon, uh, all of us except Barry, unfortunately, because he wasn't part of the crew at that time, and all the airline tickets, everything has been all set, so it's all set. But this was the Diamond Crown experience, and I know um, this happened in uh, 50 cigar shops across the country. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be joining the other 49 cigar shops because uh, of the Patriot schedule and something uh, I had scheduled. Ruins, and, I believe. But oh, uh, uh, yeah, his yeah. schedule. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm missing a okay. Pats game for this. Anyways. Oh, oh really? Yeah, they're playing the Jets that Thursday that we fly out. No kidding. Well, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So you chose the Cigar Authority over the New England Patriots only because they're having a bad season so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awful. <laughs> wow. No, no. I mean, that was, you know, we knew about this yeah, yeah, yeah. months and months in advance. And, and that was the date that they, yeah. you know, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll find and coverage. And they, uh, they don't give you a hard time about that. <clears throat> oh, they do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do. But Fair you say that they, they, they come up with their schedules kind of late and uh, there was something changed on the... Um, the Newman side of, of a hockey game that they were going to have us go to, and we can't go to it because they uh, the hockey schedule changed. But we had our schedule, and we couldn't change it, so they're actually going to do it just for our group. So there will be 10 of us that go down there, and um, that will be it. Yeah. I would have loved to have been there with the other 100 people, but uh, we, are, we are going to do the show live. Last time we taped it from there. Yeah. This time we will do it live. We're going to do it from the boardroom, I think, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Last yeah. time we were actually in the factory, which was right. kind of cool to be yeah. amongst cool, the machinery. Cool, but also it was a logistical nightmare. Yes, it was. <laughs> so, Rudy, pay attention so you know that the show is going to be live on a Thursday instead of a Saturday. No, no, we'll no, no. that Saturday. No, 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 Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So, Barry, pay attention. So I, you know. I'm the one that's got to pay attention. <laughs> We're flying out Thursday. Yeah, it'll uh, be October 17th show. We'll yeah. be live. Um, we, we got mostly all live shows coming up. I mean, uh, I don't like doing the, the pre-recorded ones because uh, we can edit them after and... Got to keep it raw. Yeah, it's raw and real. If we, if, we make, if we mess up, we mess up. So that's the way it goes. All right. It's time for us to uh, take a good look at our social media segment, if you're ready for us, Chuck. Yeah, hit me with the cue. That was your cue? That was my cue. Oh, I was you got throwing it. it to you. No, this is how you throw it. Look at social media. Brought to you by the cigar that was built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars. I feel like you just said that. I did. The cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw all week. If you have attention deficit disorder, then Just throwing throw yeah, <laughs> then throwing boomerangs isn't for you. I wonder if Jesus ever saw the face of someone else in his toast. Ah. Step one: buy a 3D printer. Step two: print a 3D printer. Step three: return the 3D printer. Dead. All done. A German boy pushed his brother off a cliff, turned to his mother, and said, Look, Ma, no Hans. Wah, wah, wah. That was his brother's name, Hans. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if life hands you melons, 
you may be dyslexic. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was it. <sighs> Today's social media segment was brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled into bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. <sighs> dyslectic, dyslectic. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Uh, guess who is selling me a cigar company? Who's next? What do you think? What do we think? We'll give you our thoughts on that and the number three cigar as we begin to light up number four, if you're playing along with us. We'll, uh, we'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. we got crazy news from the asylum, bad news from Barry, and a lot more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next, how about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light, for there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero. 
All finished inside a breathtaking five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, we're back, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, Smoking Blind, Cigar Number 3. We'll light up Cigar Number 4 in just a little while, along with the 500 others who chose to participate in this blind taste test with us. We're smoking brands, and we're voting without knowing what they are. Wouldn't that be interesting, having an election and actually voting for the candidate, and you can't see what the candidate's name is, but you can see what they stand for. And now vote for the one that you want. Wouldn't that be awesome? That's what we're doing with cigars. And until I can get the United States government to actually take what we're doing and do it, but it would be a whole different election. It would. You ever ever see uh, when they interview people and they say, what do you think about uh, Barack Obama's stand on? And they completely say the opposite of what he stands for to a Barack Obama supporter. And they would say, yeah, I like that. And then they do completely the opposite with somebody else, yeah. and, and they, you know, they, because they're just standing for who they are. What do you think of this cigar without the band on it? Now, if the band was on it, you'd say, wow, this is a great cigar, or I don't like that cigar. We're smoking it without the band. It just says number three on it. What do we think of it? I know what I think of it. I like this cigar already. Yeah. It is. Uh, How I, much of that were you predisposed to looking at it being a shade wrapper? I think I know what this is. So I'm going to. Really? Up. This is one of the few that I can look at and kind of know what it is. And I, I like the cigar with the band on it. I like the cigar with the band off it. I kind of wish I didn't know what it was, but uh, th- this is the one that stands out to me, are I you, think. Are you keeping a list? You should keep a list of what you think the cigar is. Barry is keeping a list on, on our thoughts. Well, I'm saying for you and your personal guesses, that maybe can be revealed at the end of it to see how accurate you were. Oh, I, I, to guess what the cigars were, this is the only one. This is the only one. That I can remember. And I know, I remember a couple of the other brands, what they were. I haven't seen them yet. Uh, they're handing them to me as I'm going through to try to keep me in it. But none of us are going to try to blow it. No, no. Even if we uh, do guess what it, what it is. Uh, you know, the, the whole idea is you, the consumer, to uh, go through it, enjoy cigars in a different level. After the fact, after this ends up happening. Vote with your palate. That's it. And my palate right now says I'm getting some synonym apple Synonym. Synonym. So I was... You weren't that far off. Dead on balls accurate with my caramel applesauce early on. Now you're getting the sweetness. Finally. Now I'm getting it. You know why? Wow. Because you drank my Kool-Aid, Barry. No, I'm in your I head right now. I never drink your Kool-Aid. I'm in your head. This you is not all it. that mild your for cool, shade Your Kool-Aid is caca. <laughs> And yet you drink cup no, after cup. There are cup. no wrong answers, though. There are no wrong answers. It is what it is, and uh, like it if you want. Is, is anybody that's on the chat box smoking along? Or they, they, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yep. smoking that cigar. And yep. I actually got recognized this week by uh, Tate and his girlfriend, Christy, who are up in Portsmouth on a little romantic getaway this weekend. And they're actually listening to the show now, oh. smoking with us. Nice. Oh, nice. nice. So, so they did the blind taste they test? They did the blind taste okay. test. And um, I know that they're both enjoying the, they're enjoying the cigars. I don't know if they're enjoying the show. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there's a little enjoyment going on. Yeah. And, and they uh, saw you in, in, in some place that you shouldn't have been and said, are you the guy from the Yeah, I got recognized, what? which always makes me feel a little uncomfortable and self-conscious and but There's nothing really, wrong with going to a strip club from time to time. Yeah. That's all right. 
<laughs> you had your clothes on. It doesn't really this time. Also, yeah, also, a extra money you did bump into somebody that I don't know if this is the same person, but somebody that knew Mr. Jonathan and know that you're associated with Yeah, him. so I'm talking with this bartender, and I add her on Facebook, and I see she's friends with Mr. Jonathan. Ah. So I say, how do you know Mr. Jonathan? She tells me that was my son's gymnastic teacher, yes. then leans over and softly says, he's gay, isn't he? No. <laughs> <laughs> I see where she's coming from as far as perhaps sometimes the clothing that I wear and how I behave, but as of right now, you're not my gonna answer is you're not going to come out of the closet. That I'm not gay. I do like crickets, though. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. So why don't we jump into uh, email number one? Email number one. We have step some... into the mailbag. Congratulations, Skippy. You've got mail. You've got mail. There's a letter in your mailbox. Go ahead, mailbag. All right. So uh, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority and is referencing the cigar that we had on the show, Don Benigno with the hard G. Yes. Uh, first one tonight, great cigar, great construction, and any size you guys prefer in these, which begs the question, does size matter? It affects the taste. It certainly does. They make a natural. They make a Maduro. I'm a natural guy. Not with Don Benigno. And that's all Costa Rican, right? That no? is, uh, I believe it is a Costa Rican blend. Okay. You believe it is? I believe it is. I'd have to defer to Barry on that, but I believe it is a Costa Rican-made, Costa Rican-produced, Costa Rican fillers cigar. I don't know about that. Okay. I know that it's made in Costa Rica, but well, I don't know. I know the Costa Rican people, that's the cigar that they smoke. Why would they smoke a cigar that has tobaccos from other countries? Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, but uh, the winner of that cigar is the Robusto, in my opinion. I've smoked them all. I smoked them all in one day to actually try to figure out what I thought was best on there. Now, they have a cigar, a Petit Robusto. Petit Robusto, yes. Which is very good also. But they're all good. But I think when it comes to the Maduro, uh, Robusto, robust, all at once. The flavors happen all at once. You get into a Churchill or something, it takes a while to build that flavor that I'm craving because it is one of the cigars I do crave that flavor. And uh, I go to the Robusto so that I get it right away. Boom. You know, yeah. it's like I, when you go to a Chinese restaurant, you get the buffet because you want the food now. You don't want to wait for them to cook it. You get it right. Barry, you understand, right? I totally understand. Yeah. Okay. comes to food, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you. The, uh, I'm, I'm with you on the Robusto Maduro, and I was surprised myself. I tend to lean... Toward the natural side, I did go through that phase where I was not about shade-grown, shade-wrapped cigars. Yeah. I'm out of it. Uh, but with Benigno and a few others, Padron, yeah. I lean toward the Maduro. And what size to answer his question? Oh, I, I'm, I'm with Dave on the Robusto. You're, it's, you're agreeing. it's the money shot. Because yeah. they have a lot of different sizes, right? Don't they have like They do. They have like 16 <laughs> sizes, 19 sizes. Yeah. I'm actually taking my number three band off, but putting it, placing it right in front of me so I remember. But it's the shade one anyway. But number three, because I'm down, I'm down low. It's kind of smoking fast, right? Definitely faster than a lot of cigars that we've smoked in recent memory. Usually we're putting down the cigar at this point. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like we'll get through the majority of it before the next uh, cigar we light up. It doesn't feel all. It doesn't feel underfilled either. I mean, it feels full. There's just some serious combustion going on yep. with this bad boy. Yeah, it's uh, tasting good, burning perfect. 
I like it. Uh, we're just two weeks away from Tom Lazuka coming from the asylum into the asylum. He's going to be visiting us at the Seabrook store, yeah. which, as we know, last week it was the asylum over there. Oh Although God. we were doing Zing Cigar event, we had uh, all the employees dressed like ninjas and uh, karate guys, and yes. it was pretty wild. We had um, two different cigar manufacturers come visit us. During that. During it, because they were like, what is going on over there? Who was the other one? I know uh, Mr. Jonathan. Alec Bradley. Alec oh. Bradley came in. Yeah. So, uh, and, and Mr. Jonathan Carney from Florida Dominicana, who uh, not only uh, came to the show, but brought his cigars because he purchased cigars for the blind taste test. That's right. And there are other people. We, we sent an inordinate amount of cigars to Florida. Um. Because I think the manufacturers, yeah, no, no uh, names that you'd recognize right. either. Yeah, I mean, so three maybe. or four John Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we know who you are. But it, this is That's cool. It, there's no. I, I want everyone to understand. We're not trying to hurt anybody or anything. We're trying to enhance everybody's appreciation for cigars. That's what the whole thing is about, which is going to perfectly take us to uh, the acquisition uh, mode in a moment. But first, I want to go to Barry um, with uh, some uh, Barry's bad news. Are you skipping over me? What would you going to follow the script? Oh, no, here? Let, let's do it. Let's follow the script. All right, it's we're time to step into the to, asylum. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum. Uh, crazy news from the asylum with uh, Tom Ozuka coming up uh, real soon. Here we go. Here we go. They're coming to take me away, ha ha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, ha ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by <coughs> Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, that's Asylum. Gentlemen, are you unhappy with the size of your penis? Oh, you have to go there all the time? Did you perhaps lose yours in a boating accident? Does your wife need more than just your little 3.5-inch credit card to keep her happy? Perhaps you should see a man about a horse. Dr. Abellino specializes in organ transplants of all kinds. No way. And has figured out a way <laughs> to grow connective tissue to stop the body's natural rejection of all things horse. In nine short hours and 30 days worth of vigorous testing by nurses, doctors, and yes, a final exam by a hospital-hired pro, you could be rocking your very own horse penis. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me Did anybody away. do it? They're coming to yeah. take me away. I got a question. Oh, yeah. If the FCC issues a fine, <laughs> who's responsible for paying said fine? I have paid the fine. <laughs> Not once, but twice. Yeah, you have. There might be a third time. You could say the penis. Yeah, you could say all the stuff I said. But you, you say somebody did it. I don't believe it. Somebody did it. Google it. Google it. What does that mean? If it's Google on the it. internet, it has to be true, and that's... It's on Wikipedia, therefore it must be true. Is it? 
Well, Wikipedia is full of falsities and lies and because people can write in you whatever can, they want. Whatever you want. That's the whole world that's in there. And we're, we're going to get a little into that in a minute. But first, we have Bad News Barry. It's not all bad this week, but we'll start off on a little bit of a solemn note. Um, this past week, Kiki Berger passed away. Yes, yes. Um, Kiki owned Cuban Crafters in Miami as well as his own tobacco farms and brands based out in Nicaragua. He was in his 50s? Um, he was in, I believe, his uh, late 50s. Yeah, what a shame. Um, first time I had met him, he was actually speaking Yiddish to me, thinking I was Jewish, not yeah. knowing I'm, I'm not. And uh, just a really, really nice guy. Always asked how Miami was treating me when I ran into him. Yeah, so. yeah. Just heart attack. And he, he was a big man and lost a lot of weight, and then he had the heart attack. Yep, yep. And uh, I believe he had put some of it back on. Oh, not, yeah. not 100%. Yeah. But, um, but on to other things. Um, Perdomo this week announced that they are shipping the new double-aged 12-year vintage, um, the Sun Grown. Yes. Um, this will be out in a couple of weeks, and then in December of 2014, they will ship the Nicaraguan Maduro. Um, Cigar Authority reviewed the Sun Grown, so you can go back and take a look to see how we reviewed it. Would they send me one cigar and you smoked it? Is that what happened? I uh, think so. They, sent, think they, they, sent, yes. they sent two. I smoked one. Uh, Barry smoked one. Why should it change? Why should there be any difference? <laughs> You're not the buyer. Hey, Nick, send three or four. Actually, you should send at least six. Yeah. Six would be the magic number, so we four of us could do it on the show. Yeah. And then they could... Uh, do their thing in advance. As buyer blogger, yep. Buyer and blogger, two separate people, separate companies. Even though we own a cigar store, we have a separate uh, show that is not the store, and you got to put a hook us up, man. Hook a, I missed the last one, and when the cigar came in, I probably would have ordered more if I ended up tasting it. Uh, see, see. But he, he was good enough to send another whole round. Last month, the Nebraska Supreme Court ruled that an exemption given to cigar bars was unconstitutional. The 5-2 ruling stated the exemption was considered special legislation and counteracted the Nebraska Clean Air Act. Well, this week, the Nebraska Supreme Court approved the requested submits by eight business owners for them to argue why the exemption should not be overturned. If this exemption is not overturned, these bars will lose the ability to have smoking in their establishments at the end of the month. Uh, the end of October. I'm already skipping ahead of month. Yeah. Hey, you hear the stuff that's going on in Arizona? That um, the stores in Arizona can only buy cigars from tax-paying uh, cigar manufacturers who actually pay the, it's like four cents a cigar or something, into it. And manufacturers aren't going to do it, not because they don't want to pay the four cents, but because they would have to have uh, accountants and stuff handling 50 states if this ended up going. Oh, for each state? Yeah. So, therefore, the people in Arizona aren't even going to be able to get cigars. Why? There's there's so much going on in the world that you have to do this crap and end up hurting it. And uh, they got a little state of – it was supposed to happen as of October 1st, and – they, I think they got a state of execution pushed a little back so they can make their comments and stuff. Yeah. You just you, you let people run their businesses and leave them alone. I know something similar exists in uh, Ohio and in uh, Georgia, I believe. And for Georgia, they fought it for a long time before they just they gave up. The, the, the problem is this is you're going to just hurt the retailer because the manufacturer – Manufacturer will sell to the mail order company who will sell tax free within that state anyway. You lose your four cents or whatever it is, and you lose um, 
tax-paying um, retailers in your state and their families and everything that goes along with it. It's such a stupid move all the way around. It's a lose-lose-lose situation. Everybody like loses. Win-win-win. That's what we like. We try for it. Okay. This week, uh, DuPont announced the release of their new limited edition uh, lighter collection. Um, the lighters retail for $7,100. Oh, yeah. And then they have a black diamond version, which is full of diamonds. And that light uh, goes for $40,000. 40000 How many did you order, Jonathan? Uh, zero. Zero. I ordered zero. And lastly, Eric Hansen and Hammer and Sickle stopped by the Cigar Authority offices on Friday. The worldwide headquarters of the Cigar Authority. And he brought us the new limited edition 2014, which we discussed on the pregame. We smoked it earlier this morning. Yeah. The comes in 10-count boxes with an MSRP of roughly $10 a cigar. It features tobacco from three different countries with six different types of variety. And the band is something to be seen. Now, here it is for those that are watching. This is the cigar band that's on. It's connected in the back in two places. And uh, it starts at the foot of the cigar and goes up. It's pretty unique. What is it? What's going on here? Well, that's an actual statue called uh, the Worker and the Kolhaz Woman. That's the translation in English. Wow, he's got bigger boobs than she does. And uh, the statue is made of stainless steel, and it was unveiled at the 1937 World's Fair in Paris before being relocated to Russia. The figures in the statue are holding a hammer and a sickle, which represents hammer and sickle. Hammer and tobacco. sickle. Yeah. And, but people look at hammer and sickle, and they get a bad rap, man. They, you know, there's a communist cigar. And, uh, yet, yet they will go out of their way to find Cuban cigars, which actually are, are really communists. communists. <laughs> uh, but it's, hammer and sickle does not stand for communism. There's no star. Right. It's just the, the hammer single, and sickle. It's the symbol for the Russian working right. man in the you, story. When you look at the, the uh, Cuban flag, it has a single star. Mm-hmm. And communist Russia had a single star. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. all about us singly, that's it. Mm-hmm. And hammer and sickle does not have the star because it's not the communist uh, uh, Russia. Uh, first time, by the way, that I was told as the buyer that one, no, I could not buy them all. Two, I could not buy the number that I bought of the last limited edition because I bought them all, all. Uh, at 100. Uh, so I was stopped. I had to keep going down. Can I have 80? No. Can I have 60? No. How about 50? Okay, you can have 50. So we got 50 boxes got coming. 50 coming. Now that I smoked a cigar, I wish we had 100 because yeah. it's awesome. get 100. I tried. But you know, we can't be pigs either. They, uh, we have 20% of the amount being released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll take it, and it's, it's a winner. Uh, we bought the Sochi. Unsampled, yeah. yeah, and we bought them all. Um, and we had that with the uh, the Moscow mules. Yeah, we yes, did. yes, which you've had now. You've had a Moscow. Yeah, mule, we right? did a video uh, about ten days ago on the Cigar Authority and how to properly make a Moscow mule. I'll tell delicious, you. right? They're really good. Eric, I like ginger beer to begin with, and that's one of the main ingredients. Yeah. So, Eric Hansen has a he did gift. the brass mug, the brass mug, yeah. or a copper it's mug rather. Copper, yeah, it has to be in that. Pair mm-hmm. that with a Sochi. Yeah, he Eric Hansen has a gift for on the fly BS like I've never seen. I mean, that guy can just he creates copy as he's talking. I love it. I love it. Well, I can't believe the time is already this far. So let's get started with this part anyway. Acquisitions and what is happening in the cigar world. So I have some information here. Should I get the dump button ready? No, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going with it anyway. And. Um, We'll start here, and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, get more into it in the next hour. But let me start anyway. So um, 
you know, we hear lots of uh, rumors and things that happen in the cigar industry. And um, now that we're, uh, we have uh, somebody really keeping track of the Cigar Authority as a blog site with information, um, Barry has put up from time to time rumors and said as rumors, that's what it is. This is a rumor that, that um, has been continuing to spread. And we hear lots of them, and 99% of them don't get even put up because there's no, there's no truth to it or it's going nowhere or whatever. But then all of a sudden we'll put one up and then get some phone calls. And listen, don't beat him up. I mean, this is, uh, especially if he puts the, it as a rumor, but even other bloggers and stuff beat him up. And why would you put this up? And then 10 days later it comes true and they shut up. There's no apology. There's no nothing uh, that, you know. You do get a bad rap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a blogger. I'm, you know, I'm used to it. So, uh, you know, there's, there's ugly rumors that have been, been said. But let's, let's go to early cigar acquisition of modern day and look at the top three. There was a company out there called Consolidated Cigar. And that's exactly what they did is consolidation. That's what we're seeing in the industry is big companies buying smaller companies and making the big company even bigger. Not just in the cigar industry. This is in every industry. This is what ends up happening. 1999, there was a merger between uh, Tabacalera, which was the former Spanish monopoly Tabacalera. Uh, with Sierra, um, the f- French monopoly, and they ate up the company called Consolidated Cigar. Consolidated um, was the person that acquired Have a Tampa, along with the um, Phillies. Uh, Phillies, and also uh, they owned Romeo and Juliet, Monte Cristo, a lot of uh, uh, Tiamo, and different brands like that. Today, that company together is known as Altadis. And uh, that company uh, later was acquired by the British giant Imperial Tobacco, and together they own Habanos, which is a 50-50 ownership with uh, Cuba along with Habanos. So you can just imagine, now follow that through, how gigantic they are. Uh, Imperial Tobacco is the largest uh, cigar company in the world, tobacco company in the world. And uh, they own mail-order giants, uh, that some people buy their cigars mail order. They own those also. They're big. Imperial Tobacco, headquartered in the United Kingdom, so it's not U.S. company. Uh, second largest cigarette company um, and marketer after China Tobacco. Be- bigger than Philip Morris. Bigger than Philip Morris. That's so you understand how big they are. Um, and the largest producer of cigars, fine-cut tobaccos, tobacco papers, uh, and distributing the rights to all Cuban cigars, plus the U.S. versions of Monte Cristo, Romeo and Juliet, many, many others. So um, they acquired mail-order companies, they build up, and then it takes you to uh, Swedish Match. Swedish Match acquires General Cigar. General Cigar is the people with La Gloria Cubana and the U.S. version of Cohiba and um, Macanudo and Partagas and all those brands. Um, they acquired, uh, were acquired in 2005 by Swedish Match, who now owns that company. They, um, General Cigar had acquired Villazon, Punch, Huerta Monterey, Gloria Cubana. Um, they acquired CAO, Tim Osniger's company. They would get small, great marketing companies like a CAO and Gloria Cubana and things like that. They acquire them. It looks like they're a micro brand and smaller brands. Um, that's the idea what happens to that. They also acquired recently Tarano, which takes us to why we're even discussing this. Uh, they acquired Tarano, which was a 100-year-old family company, and um, 
that family has nothing to do with it anymore. They own right. it completely. Uh, they also ate up uh, Sam Lucia, which was d- distributed and marketed uh, from them and now called not Sam Lucia Black and White. It's SL. They even changed the name of that, but still with the same thing, and they take him on as the ambassador of that. You got Davidoff, family owned and operated by a board of directors, and they acquired Davidoff, Griffin, Avo, uh, Cusano, all brands that they made to begin with. The one caveat to that was Camacho. Uh, the now there uh, actually took a brand that they didn't have themselves. So uh, that'll preface where this industry is going from now, and we're going to allude to that when we return from that. So uh, we're going to take a break right now. That music means we have to move on, uh, but stick around because we're going to get into this in, in detail uh, when we come back. Guess who is selling their cigar companies? Who is next on the chopping block? Is this good for the cigar smoker, for the cigar store? What are the rumors? What are the facts? Also, we're going to light up cigar number four and let you know uh, what we think of that. Do we like it? Is it better than number three? What will the majority of cigar tasters think? Will they think like me? We'll see that. We'll see uh, when we return on that, too. Also, Chuck Morrison gets debonair. Mr. Jonathan has old Fat Freddy in the aging room. And... Um, Barry Stein for our, uh, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison. I'm David Garofalo. We'll be back with our number two. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your cigar number three from our blind tasting pack, you could get disorganized, you could get disorientated, but always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll be right back, everybody, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And just a friendly reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll be right back. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. 
and bromance. That's right, bromance. United Cigar, available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This it's a little bit of Jay is the Cigar Authority. Dan Bay. The authority on everything cigar. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> Well, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey, Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh, yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake! Do it. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this hour, we're going to fire up a cigar known only as Number 4. We'll reveal some ugly rumors and give you some guesses on what the next cigar company is that gets consolidated or sells out. We'll get debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison, Old Five Freddy in the aging room, and we'll look through the calendar of upcoming events, interviews, and more from the Cigar Authority. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in Studio B4. And with the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist... We demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. Forget about it. Forget about it. Okay, we're going to go to cigar number four. What what do we think of number three? I think that number three is trace in Spanish. Here we go. I'm just happy number three wasn't a number two. There we go. Hey. So there we go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. They lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I would add to that value. And, uh, I don't know if you're allowed to add to the commercial. No? That's- <laughs> okay, so uh, good-looking cigar, darker, sweet, for sure. Sweet molasses off the foot. I'm getting uh, spicy barbecue sauce off the foot. I can see that. Dave? <clears throat> I, I got to recut a little bit. 
little tight pull here. A little tight draw. You got a tight draw, too? A little bit. A little bit. That's why I cut a little more. What? I would say, I would Still say. Still, we got a little tight pull. Raisiny, raisiny. Snug draw, and it's, this is the tough thing, is comparing three to four, because each manufacturer, each kind of cigar is going to have a different draw, and the, the, the draw could have something to do with how the cigar burns. We don't know yet, mm. but you can't say. Based on the pre-light, number three was definitely more fluid than number four. Fluid. Meaning, you guys oh, in your vocabulary, a little more open. I was reading, all about the sixty-four oh, dollar words. I was, read, over there. I was reading the to- uh, dictionary on the toilet this week. So, <laughs> yeah. you, know. you know when you get the dried apricots? Is it apricots or what, in the bag? Yeah, and yeah, sugary yeah. and yeah. all that stuff, chewy and and fruity. Is, is it yeah. apricots? The flat? Yeah, yeah, dense yeah those one? are apricots. Somebody once told me you can't give dried apricots to a dog because it creates a chemical that could kill them. Wow, there's a lot of things. Chocolate, too. Chocolate. Is that true? Cho- yeah, you're not supposed to give dogs chocolate. I don't know. So what are we using here for this lighter? We have the Vertigo Vortex Triple Jet Giant, dare I say, big-ass tank. It's a, it's a tweener, tweener, as you like to say. It's that. tweening it's, between it's a, a tabletop or a pocket lighter. It's a little big for a pocket lighter, but I use it often, so it's not too big because I use it anyway. It's got a little carrying case to do it. I, like Barry, I tend to uh, overdress because I get cold easy, so I almost always have a jacket. It really is no issue in my jacket pocket. never feels bulky. We're chilly up here because we're going to do an event tonight. We have the Night of Crime going on here, and Night of Crime is a, a local talk show host, uh, nationally known, uh, his name is Howie Carr, and yeah. he does an uh, event called the Night of Crime, where he walks everybody through all the crime that happened in the Boston area. I know Barry's interested. I'm going to stick around for it. But it's tonight. It's sold out, but it'll be pretty interesting. We'll get special cigars and special wine, and uh, we're going to have a, a good time and uh, look at some gruesome pitches, which I flipped through already, uh, some of them. Because uh, you can't help yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shoot the guy right in the eye, and there's all the... Uh, hey, if you're going to shoot somebody... Make it the eye. Right. Put them out of their misery. Did you ever see the famous photograph of a gangster in New York that was executed outside of a restaurant? And they took a picture of him with the cigar still in his mouth? No. It's a really famous picture. I can't remember the guy's name. It was in the Italian section of Brooklyn back in the 60s or the 70s. I believe it was actually the late 70s. Anyway, when when he was killed and he fell over, the cigar had fallen out of his mouth. I happen to know the cop that picked up the cigar and put it back in his mouth. No kidding. Out of respect because he was known for always having a cigar. I wow. would like I would like a picture of that and uh to add to his collection, his yeah. morbid collection I of would. cigar I, that, memorabilia. I will make that happen. All right. I would like to frame it and that would be interesting with the story along with it. That's awesome. Where the hell would you put that? In my office or something. Yeah, just stare at that morbid picture of a dead dude. But with it's a cigar had a great story to it that he was known for a cigar smoker, and the and the cop who was the enemy actually put it back in out of respect for him. Yeah, it's all about sounds, the story. Sounds to me like the cop might have been on the take. He knows Good. the cop. I know the cop. So was he on the not. take? That might not be so far fetched. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not mentioning the name, then, because I don't want to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So uh, let's. Jeez, uh, nice, nice cigar. Yeah. The barbecue spice part went away right at, shortly, shortly after the light, but the sweetness from the barbecue stayed. I, I wonder uh, what I was thinking because these are very different cigars, and what I tried to do was pair them up properly to the best I could, but very, very different. 
There is that aromatic pot that both of them were having, but maybe it's the same country of origin. I don't, I don't remember what, what this is at all. I think I know what that one was, but I wonder what I was thinking here. I don't know. Uh, all right, so uh, going back, that I was uh, trying to let you know about these three different companies. The three We call them the big three, which is uh, Altadas, General Cigar, and Davidoff. They're the, probably the three biggest worldwide cigar companies out there, but very different, uh, each one of them, because you have the giant monopoly of um, Altadas and all the things I mentioned that they, they have to do Swedish Match, which is the general cigar end. And then you have Davidoff, who uh, is a family-owned company. And a much different profile. Very You're looking different. at mass market with the other two, really, is yeah. where they make their money. And Davidoff makes their money off of real premium, premium right? stuff. Real premium. Um, and, you know, Davidoff owns a cigarette brand also. And they sold really? the Davidoff cigarette brand to Altadas. <clears throat> Good. Sold the whole brand? Yes. They own the brand? Yes. There's a little consolidation going on right there. I, I think Davidoff didn't want to have anything to do yeah. with the, the cigarette, and they wanted to stay on premium cigars. This is a guess. I have no idea. But they did do this, and they ended up selling to um, Imperial Tobacco, which is Altadas, and they control their brand name. Uh, but it was so valuable, I guess, and they said, we can't just... If we don't want to do it, we can't just let it go away. I don't know. I'd like to hit the back end of that story. Why? I remember when it happened, I was scratching my head, and I go, okay, then that means Imperial Tobacco buys Davidoff. But that, that would be the writing on the wall. Yeah. But, again, the, and we're going to hear, we're going to discuss these different things. I don't know anything, and uh, this is just guys talking, uh, like th- this conversation happens in my office with different way to, manufacturers. Way to cover your ass. Well, <laughs> so we understand Davidoff. As, um, as Altadas is, um, it is, Altadas is the, the Cuban cigar people, right? And even their regular brands in the U.S., they have that Cuban-esque thing to them. So I'm mentioning that. Because as we look at the different brands, who would match up right with that person? It seems like Altadas has that Cuban thing. That's what they like. And um, you've got General Cigar, who uh, is not boutique uh, any longer at all, um, but either number one or number two in the world. Um, they like the micro brand, and they like to look cool, and they like to look like they're smaller uh, than they are, having the CAO and now Tarano and, and uh, Lachia's brands and look, they got the foundry thing going on. Does it strike you as almost like the rich kid that, you know, some guy's getting attention for his leather jacket, so the rich kid just buys the leather jacket off the guy and says, okay, now I'm the cool guy. Doesn't make you cooler because you bought the leather jacket. Yeah, listen, we, we, this is... Uh, History has said this is what they bought. They bought CAO. Why did they buy CAO? CAO didn't make cigars. Right. You know, why would they do that? Because CAO was cool, you know, and, and that's what I think. And then you got Davidoff, who uh, bought all the brands that they were making, like the Avo and um, Cusano, and they wanted complete control of that. The, the uh, weird one was Camacho. I scratched my head, why Camacho? Well, there's a Honduran company. And Honduran tobacco that they were number one known for, uh, mm-hmm. the probably number one Honduran yeah. out there. And now they make cigars using Nicaraguan tobacco. I look at Davidoff as worldwide. 
that uh, that's where they want to go. So that'll take us to uh, the thoughts of uh, as we go through this. And I know Barry, you you have to ch- you have your list of things and stuff. Where do you want to go here? Do you want to start, or you want me to go? I'll start. I'll throw out the first one that All I right. believe. I think the one that's most likely to happen, but it's only a rumor at this point. Yeah, just rumors, folks. Um, first of all, let me point out that I have heard from various cigar companies in Miami that some companies have made phone calls looking for if they're available for sale. Um, so there wow. is an active, there is an active um, attempt to acquire companies. So and, your, and your comment about acquisition mode now which strikes yeah. me as it's ringing truer than it, ever. It absolutely is. And, you know, when it was said, it was coming back from the IPCPR, and there was no doubt that people were in acquisition mode both ways. People selling and people buying. And there's some particular guys that are certainly out there knocking on doors to buy. We would like to buy you. We would like to buy you. This is also all information that is um, most likely contracted to say you're not allowed to say anything. Well, so that's why most people, likely. How about definitely? Yeah. So, pe- so people are saying, you know, don't say things. You can't say things. Right. We're just saying the buzz that's happening in the world. And it doesn't mean anything. It's the buzz that's happening in the world. We're not trying to be jerks here at all. So we're just talking, you know, of just what we talk about every day. With all due respect. With all now due we respect. can say whatever That's the hell it. we want. And one of those rumors <laughs> that have made it to me is that with Jose Oliva focusing on his political career, that the future of Oliva Cigar might not be owned by Oliva Cigar. Oh. Um, that Oliva is possibly close to being sold. As Jose Oliva looks beyond the Florida House of Representatives, um, but the thing that we hear could be holding it back is that the farms wouldn't be part of the sale. Yeah. So it would be just the brands. Well, that's what happened to Camacho. They still, the father still yeah. owns his tobacco farms, yeah. and he didn't sell it, and that, that's okay. What they care about is the band. This is what they want to sell is yep. the band. Yeah. Some of these things are, are nowhere near the cigar brands they used to be. If you think that the, a cigar company sells out and it's made in a little boutique factory that the big company takes and says, no, we're going to keep that factory going. Why? They just roll it into there and they bang it out. And the product changes, obviously. Maybe for the better. Who knows? One has to look at the Nub Cafe, which is actually being made now by General Cigar. Right. That's the most interesting yeah. part right Is it there. being made for Oliva or is it being made by the potential new owner. Right, right. It's very interesting. Wow. There was years ago, the rumor was going around over and over that Davidoff was um, talking with uh, Oliver about it, and who knows if there was any truth to that or something. But General makes a um, a better choice based on what I had told you that General's looking for the more yeah. boutique cool type of thing is how I look at it, and it, that would make more sense to me. Um, there was a story posted on BOTL, um, which is a cigar forum, that was later picked up by a cigar blogger about... Great bunch of guys, by the way, the BOTLs. Great bunch of guys. I can't speak highly enough yeah, of them. that's because they don't like you, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a rumor that uh, Swisher was about to buy Drew Estate, um, which Jonathan Drew basically said wasn't the case without actually saying wasn't the case. I thought, um, I thought that was insane. Yeah, that's why we didn't report yeah, it. Yeah, especially with the future with the flavor tobacco and their top brand being acid that the likelihood of Drew Estate being sold isn't so likely. Um, but Jonathan did put out on, on Facebook from his own account that if he ever did sell, he would go the route that Jim Beam went, and he would still stay on board to pick tobacco, approve blends, 
that he totally that, wouldn't that, disappear. And that's because these people love it. Even the ones that got out ended up coming back because, yeah. you, geez, I sold the company fantastic. And the next thing you know, they're a startup company again and because it's in our blood. But, you know, I know he's mourning the death of his friend Kiki Berger. Yeah. And he really didn't want to deal with the rumor. But it yeah. appears that rumor appears not to be no. true. Uh, we would, you know, I had heard the rumor, uh, and I don't know if we reported it or anything, the, the rumor of Tatuaje actually being acquired by Drew Estates. Did we ever say that? No, we said General, that he was joking around with his own Oh, he was joking around with General. Okay. And you know what they say about jokes? They're usually based on some form of truth. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. has General reached out to Pete about buying Tatuaje? It would make more sense. Yeah, I mean, here's a guy that probably needs a break more than anybody else in the industry. His road schedule is, is unlike anybody other than Jonathan Drew. Yeah. So maybe selling Tatuaje and taking a two-year non-compete hiatus would be just what he needs to recharge the batteries. No truth to this, folks. No. Nope. We're just talking. So, I mean, that kind of makes sense. And then there's some people that believe Rocky Patel is a candidate to be sold or her, has already been sold. Wow. And the reason behind that is you're starting to see Nish and Nimish more visible than Rocky himself. Well, he, he burnt out. Are they trying to wean people off of Rocky, the brand owner, or is he just burnt out? Well, it out? certainly it certainly would make sense to make Rocky Patel not the face of Rocky Patel anymore because if he's the face, the company becomes unsellable at that point because yeah. you can't buy a person right. anymore. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. <laughs> <laughs> Who used to be an advertiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking, folks. We're just talking. And then perhaps the craziest, because you would think of Altatus as a buyer, but could they be ready to gear up for the Cuban revolution that is probably going to happen sooner than later compared to the sense that it's been illegal now for over 40 years? Because their brands become worthless at that point. If they're going to come out with the Romeo Cuban, they get, you got to yeah. discontinue the... The regular Romeo, because you can't have both. Well, could you? I think you could. Yeah? You have the Dominican version? Yeah. Of, yeah. Could right? You? Don't you agree? I mean, Well, I mean, there's certain... Aren't there brands that have a Dominican version and a Nicaraguan version? I.e. Padron, aren't they on that? No. No. no? Just Nicaraguan. Well, Davidoff has Davidoff all made Dominican. The, but all made in the Dominican. They don't. And Davidoff Nicaraguan. I'm just saying it's possible to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I think the biggest thing to consider, though, is the FDA... And how it looks like that if you a brand that was created after 2007, yes, you're going to have to apply for approval. So all these new school companies like uh, E.P. Caillo, who's not new school himself, but the yeah. brand's only five years old, which would come after 2007, Espinosa Cigars, um, they've only been around for a few years as their own brand. What is their future? I, I don't think the, um, I don't think a they can afford the yeah, millions of, of dollars it would take to 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 lobby for their own lines to be approved. And when this happened with cigarettes, the majority of them were rejected. But the big guy doesn't have to buy them and get them out of it because they're just going to go away automatically because they're going to be out of business. Which makes it more that the person selling would be interested in selling, so you can buy that at a, at a deal and make you some money over the next year while the FDA does their thing, maybe. So these are these are some of the some of the possibilities in in, in my opinion and what's come across uh, my phone via text messages, phone calls, Facebook messages. I know mine. I'm, I'm pretty mine sure. Stop ringing. I'm pretty sure of this. Tarano and Sam Lucia weren't the last. Right between now oh, and the next IPCPR. Up. They're warming up, and when when a big company does something like that. 
the uh, competitors have to make a move also. This uh. is how the, it's played in the big games, that when one giant manufacturer bought a mail-order company, the other one had to. Just, yeah. That's what ended up happening. So just 30 years of, of the industry and all industries, this is how it works in other places too, that this is what happens. So there's going to be a lot of changes, uh, um, you know, some for the good, some for the bad. It depends where you sit into it. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like consolidation. I love this industry because I love the people that are in it and deal with the small company and the families and stuff like that. So uh, let's take a look at um, the different companies. We'll go through them. Are, are you set with what yeah, you have to say? And we'll go through I, them and, and have a little discussion of these different brands. I think I got in enough trouble. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the talk was that EP Carrillo, who was with uh, General Cigar, left to start his own company and that he may be going back to General. The, the lights on uh, move for that was the reunited you know, and um, this is the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We, we, we own the trademark to the United Cigar, and we contacted them and told them, you know, there's an issue here with the, with the trademark. And, sure. Uh, I needed a letter to say they weren't going to continue to do it and that I own the trademark. And I got a letter back that said uh, it is a one-time release, but we are not giving you – uh, anything in writing that says you own this trademark. So I may be in war with this at, at some point that they'll sue me on my own trademark. Who knows? For them to say reunited, maybe it's going to because it's going to continue. Again, my thoughts yeah. and feeling of this of as I think about it and I say, well, we, we, why wouldn't they do that? You know, because maybe this is going to go forward. I don't know. So we'll end up seeing. Again, you're talking a small little company. Why would they end up buying them? Uh, because maybe they want they had something with Ernesto Carrillo, and that was their boutique brand within it, and maybe Gloria Cubano is not so boutique anymore because he's out of it. So let's bring them back so that there's a face to Gloria Cubano like there was hmm. if the numbers had dropped off. I don't know. So uh, let's look at some different brands. We've got A.J. Fernandez. That's uh, Sam Latano. Uh, General Cigar, who owns a big mail order company, they buy, from what I understand, as much as 80% of everything that comes out of that factory to begin with. If, if you look at it as we might as well have complete control, why wouldn't General just buy that to begin That's with? That's interesting. That is interesting. Right? That'd be the play. Yeah. Um, you got Alec Bradley. Um, I, I think they're not ripe yet. Uh, they're a growing company. I know they've been around for a dozen years already. But uh, they got legs, and they're getting uh, their new ones coming out. Uh, fine and rare. Fine and rare. And um, they begin to start looking like uh, a value to some of those companies. I think they're not quite there yet. You got a Toro Fuente, which is very interesting. That uh, um, They own, I believe, 40 or 50% of the Ashton themselves anyway. They become probably a number four player or something, Fuente. Yeah. Um, so you're not suggesting that Fuente be, is being bought, but maybe does no, the buying? No, do, do they, do they uh, continue to build there? They've been awful quiet for a long time. Um, again, they're almost like a Davidoff where they, they have Ashton because they make Ashton to begin with. Uh, who knows? I mean, they make uh, the J.C. Newman stuff, a lot of it, like Diamond yeah. Crown and things like that. Uh, I don't know. Um, you got uh, Don Pepin Garcia. With Tatuaje, does that ever merge uh -huh. or go together? They're, right now, they're paying um, their reps that are selling both brands. They, their costs are double across the board for everything that they uh, 
they sell, and it's all coming from that factory. So it makes it, sense financially. Financial success. Well, they're so not the two. Those two companies really appear from the outside to be merging because of the little romance going on. But that could be a nice. Who knows? Who knows? And I've been told dead, no, it's not happening. Of course. I'm, but I'm just saying that uh, you know it, it makes as a businessman. It would make sense to do it. They yeah. would save a lot of money and make a lot of more profit, uh, leaving it the way it is. It's coming from the same place. They're distributing in two two coasts. I mean, it's it's uh, crazy. Then you got Gurkha that uh, is primarily a catalog brand to begin with. Um, the majority of which is going through the general cigar side of it anyway. Uh, they don't manufacture cigars themselves. Uh, just general, yeah. Did he just might as well general just just take it? Um, yeah. Who knows? Um, huh. uh, you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the Drew Estates thing. Um, you, there is a big player out there that is uh, has his foot in the in the business. Philip Morris. They've had the foot in their their toes in the water with the Black and Miles for a while now. Um, they have nothing on the premium end as of yet. Um, do they? take something like that and go mass distribution with a brand like Acid that, that could be in every convenience store. Uh, man, you could have amazing the, distribution it, channel. Exactly. They have the wallet and the distribution. Yep. It could go huge. Uh, and then, as, as we talked about, different manufacturers that have to do what another manufacturer does. I'm shocked that a company like R.J. Reynolds mm-hmm. has not done what Philip Morris did because they end up, when one does one thing, the other one does. There's a company like R.J. Reynolds or something come in and say, no, we need a cigar brand because they did. There's so much of that. It seems like copycat, but it's strategic moves that end up happening. Is there anything out there similar to Acid or is that just really its own? No, it's its own thing. There's nothing like it. People have tried and failed failed dramatically. Uh, It's its its own world and it it is a much bigger than people would imagine that brand, holy God. Mm. And I know on the micro brand side, you've got the Liga Pravada and the other sides that are traditional cigars. And, and it's almost like two companies. I mean, they're, 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 uh, yeah. they're uh, the way they're operating. You've got Perdomo. Uh, Perdomo is a vertically integrated company, and you don't have a lot of that, that they do their own uh, farms, their own boxes, their own fields, their own... Uh, Distribution. They have their own cigar reps that are out there. Um, they are totally ver- vertically integrated. It is a family-owned company, uh, but I would say nothing, uh, you know, t- money talks or something. They are ripe for somebody, uh, I would say, um, although I know Nick's son loves the business See, and, and it's I coming think in. That's, I think so that's going to be daughter. the thing that ends up being, Yeah, you it's know, not about money anymore. No. We love it, period. Which, it's hey, a family business at that point. Yeah. Um, Rocky Patel, we, we, we touched on that. There's uh, been rumors for years, and who knows what's happening. How about something like Aging Room? Rafi and Nadell, number one cigar out there. Um, Aging Room is very cool. Um, you know, very small company. Now would be the time before they, they blow up any bigger than they do. What, what, what typically happens, though, when there's an acquisition? Does quality go down? Because, I mean, that's, that's my fear. Is that's that... the biggest argument. There's people that swear that CAO is not the same. It isn't. And it's it, not it, anywhere and, near and, this. And, it's and, not the and, same and, manufacturer making it. And it, it. isn't. I was going to follow so up. So yeah. Aging Room, I mean, it's a fantastic <laughs> cigar. I, I would just hate to see them get acquired, which maybe financially, business-wise, would be a home run. But 
for the consumer, is that cigar now going to be? Uh, a- do people hope that they're going to get acquired? You get into the I cigar business. No. Is the plan to build it up to the point where you're attractive and you want to get bought? I mean, don't you think that's the ultimate goal of everybody to say? For a businessman like yourself, yes. But someone, I would say someone like Rafael Nadell, I would say that is not his goal. He loves to make high-quality premium cigars, period. Like that Quattro, man. I love that cigar. It is very good. I hate to see it, you know. Well, that's why we're just talking about it is, uh, you know – you never know. You don't know the back end of the family issues and things that are happening in the back end and where they are financially. And as you grow a company, let me yeah. tell you, oh, sales are great. You know what it costs to grow your company to that kind of level? What, what oh, I'm it's a, ridiculous. That serious debt happens with, with uh, unsustainable growth. It grew too much. It, it can bankrupt you. Anything could end up happening. Plus, you look at a company, we're doing good and everything. We're worried about the FDA that you brought up yeah. earlier or something. What happens to aging room? It doesn't have seven years in it, and this might be my shot. Or, you know, who knows? Um, La Fleur Dominicana. I would say that the, the allure of the tobacco reserves is something that makes them very marketable. Yeah. They have lots of tobacco. Uh, good stuff. Different. Uh, they have trademarks of the chisel and that nobody else can do. They could, if they ended up doing that, they would have the trademark to the chisel and they could put the chisel on, yeah. on their other products and things like that. Uh, La Aurora. Barry, I'm going to refer to you on that. Mm, you know what? It's like Guillermo and the whole family. They own so much on the island. Um, there was a time when the group of Leon, the family, wanted to sell La Aurora. And Guillermo was like, that won't happen while I'm alive. I'm not going to let somebody else have our family's company. So based upon the way Guillermo reacted when the first came up, the idea to sell it, yeah. I don't see it happening because he looks at it as a source of family pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as long see, as... See, you know the back-end story of that and why that, that wouldn't happen, but... Uh, it, add another million to it? Add another zero to the number? You know what? He doesn't need it. Right. I mean... He owns every parking meter in the city of Santiago. He owns 90% of the billboards on, on the island. He owns banks. I mean, the, just the... It's the, interesting. With the Money fa- can't buy him. Yeah. It's with the be, family owns, it. he's not hurting where selling a company okay. would change the way he operates. Yeah. For, you know, it's too much family pride there. About something like Nat Sherman. I have an interesting take on that. Now, that, that is family, no doubt about it. We're yeah. going, we're going uh, into the third generation of control of that wow. company. Um, very family-oriented, although they're the number seven cigarette in the United States. Cigarettes is their real thing. Hmm. Their cigars is pretty boutique. But the interesting thing or take I have on that is the New York City thing, that they're the player in New York City, yeah. along with Davidoff. And Davidoff to control New York City at that point. That would be a power play right there. Now they have New York City. That would be going to get the surgery and having a horse's appendage put on right there. Just throw it on the table. Boom. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> you got, that just happened. Yeah. You, got, uh, you got Padilla. Very small, but he's been around for quite a while now. Enough years, I think. You know what? I like Ernie. Ernie came to my farewell party in Miami, which shocked the hell out of me. But I don't know if he still has the name that he had 
back in the day when the cigars first came out, when they would be I, made by another manufacturer. Yeah, he does on the catalog end. I think the majority of his cigars are also catalog distributed. Um, Funniest yeah. guy I ever met. Yeah, he's one of the great impersonations of people in the industry yeah. that will have you falling on the floor. Oh, he's a, he's a great guy, uh, although he doesn't um, make the rounds and go around the country and stuff. He's not a... Uh, Rocky Patel. Right. You know, he could be. He could be awesome at it. Well, he had the girl for a while going around. Yeah. Rep- I can't remember but, her name. But yeah. But he, uh, Susan. Aragon. Yeah. Um, he would be great at it if he would do it because he is a, so personable and uh, yeah. fun. Um, and it would be a major play for him to make a move like that. I think, uh, I don't think he was ever great at distribution or anything like that. He, he uh, is a graphic designer by trade and his, his look and Cuban-esque type of cigars that, that he makes. The, the, he could be the next uh, Ernesto Carrillo. Um, and uh, you got Padron. Padron here, 50th anniversary. The father is uh, 88 years old. Uh, I believe it's going to be much like um, you said with the uh, La Aurora, that um, as long as the man is alive, right. it's never going to happen. Right. But that is the gold. That is the grand slam of any of these guys I talked about. Whoever wins Padron is the winner. Yes. Mm. That is going to be big. The thing uh, that amazes me the most about Padron is the empire they've built without having any sales reps. I know. Reps. That's impressive. Can you imagine with wow. sales reps? Can you imagine what would happen if someone channel? like they don't have Davidoff? Nothing. I didn't nothing. know that. No. They have nobody. When I call and place an order, rep- I talk to reputation. George Padron, the president of the company, that's who I make the order wow. with. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I'd like to place an order. Okay, I'll get George. Because what's amazing is they are like the Ferrari of cigars in many ways. Oh, yeah. But they have the production of Ford. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's... They don't, though, you know. It's not all that big. It's not as big as you would think. Really? Yeah, it isn't. Because it's the distribution end of it that, that's lacking. It's like Glory Cubana. When Glory Cubana in its heyday, it was an awesome cigar. Production was very, very small. People didn't wow. realize. General Cigar took it to a massive amount. And then it was really on the map. We geeks understood what it was. But the, it would be the same... Uh, wow. <coughs> Is them. Well, and last but not least, not, yep. so, you know, thankfully they're not. We don't have to fix or repair daily. So. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least is a, a company that doesn't make cigars, but uh, they're a, a uh, accessory company would be Zycar. Oh. That would be an interesting move. And uh, we know that they had a brand. Uh, they actually had two brands, and they sold them both to General Cigar, the HC and whatever the other one was before HC. They own them both. Right. Um, I don't remember the, the one before HC. Yeah, Defiant. Yes, yeah. Defiant. That's nice called. Which he gave a, they gave you a baseball cap whenever you bought a supply. Yeah, they yeah. should. Um, but, uh, I still don't want to buy them, but okay. The move would be to General Cigar because, yes. you know, it, it, I asked a question and the answer was no. Uh, again, the, these were rumors that I heard, and, and I, I, I like to follow it up, and I know Barry does the same, that, geez, we heard something, we want to talk about it, so let's follow it up. So uh, let's do that. Do we, what, what do we want to do here? Do we want to go well, to we're, we're, we're just tight on time, guys. That's all. I mean, it's one thirty-three. I mean, we can hit. Uh, hit the break. All we'll, right. Okay, so when we come back, uh, we'll go into uh, um, the classic three-way. Uh, we'll get into uh, Gentleman Chuck Morrison. We've got the aging room with Old Fat Freddy. 
Um, and we'll uh, continue the possibilities of uh, who is ripe for the picking out there for candidates. Um, we're going to be back with uh, lots more, so stick around, everybody. We're from we're uh, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Worldwide headquarters. Yeah, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire and uh, who's buying who? We're going to talk a little more about that. We're going to get Debonair. We got some Asylum, Old Thought Freddy in the aging room. And uh, we got the classic three way coming up. That and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And uh, we're getting some chat. Uh, chatter happening, emails, all stuff already. Yeah, during the break, I checked out. Uh, I checked out my messaging, and uh, it turns out that somebody said that we forgot the thing that's probably, likely, maybe rumored <laughs> to happen, and that's Oliva to Davidoff. There's been talk of that. It's got to be at least five years old. Uh, that one, and uh, I've asked. And never a denial, but uh, listen, everybody's for sale, and everybody is acquirable. And everyone's interested for the right price. Right. Um, is, is how it is. That's how business is. But, um, you know, one of the mentions that Chuck jumped on, and he says, uh, what about J.C. Newman? What, you know, uh, who, who else didn't we talk about? Uh, J.C. Newman to Fuente. They've been talking about that for right. years and years. The, the thing back to that is um, what we talked about with Perdomo. You have another generation all lined up and ready to go. And, and it's Bobby and Eric's children who... Which, would be, which would be fourth generation, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's special. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they love it. And, um, you know, um, do you sell your toy box? You know, that, right. that's what it comes down and to. And look at... I mean, we've been down there. We're going to be down there again. They have... Yeah. They've, they've turned their... their, their their headquarters, to use the word for Worldwide headquarters. Into a museum showcasing sure. their family heritage and the history. I mean, that's really prideful yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, so, uh, you know, if you have the next generation lined up and ready to go, and that's what they want to do, that, that's how they got it from their father, and that's who their father got it from is his father. And, yeah. you know, do you, do you stop that if that's what, what you love and it's what's in there? But FDA is the worry. You know, people are worried and... You know, what is happening with that and what's going to happen. And I want to say that to the legislators that are out there, that the unknown, you can't let a guy continue to run his business without letting them know what's going to end up happening. And all this stuff that you just throw on there, you don't know. You stop the clogs of the wheels going on, and people aren't putting things out right now. I know I haven't. We were ready to come out with some new brands and things that we had samples of and we're ready to go. And we'll hold off. I want to wait until... um, you know, FDA, because I don't want to print a million bands or something and uh, boxes and production and everything that goes along with it. And I have things lined up. Believe me, the the cigar band people in the box factories are going to be very happy if it ends up going that that goes away and everything starts up again, you know, 
So uh, we, I was actually surprised to see it at IPCPR so many new brands coming out because I know I held off on, on our stuff because I said, let me just see because I know what the upfront costs are and it takes years and years to make that back up. Right. So uh, we'll hold off on that. Right now it's time to go to our classic three-way uh, this day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? That is more where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Okay, this is a three-way. Barry, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, um, Little Wayne is celebrating his birthday today, September 27th. And uh, he is a rap artist. You can't change it. They're putting the date down in advance, and uh, obviously they went very low, so I'm just going to award this one to Barry. Well, let's see. You might go no, over. Yeah, I might over. go over, but now I know I just got to go low, just not as low as you guys. You bastard. <laughs> Little Wayne won a Grammy Award in 2009 for his best rap songs. You know who he is, and he is the, um, he's the swag and the brand swag in the aging room. Uh, Little Wayne celebrating his birthday today. Chuck Morrison says... 1920. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going 1924. He looks damn good. And you know what? Even though I wrote down 1960, I'll just go 1925. (laughs) Is it 1980? It's 1982. 82. All right. I would have said 81. All right. So Barry has one. So I guess Mr. Jonathan is a champion. When he ends up losing this, he'll say, I'm not going to do that crap again. (laughs) Today is the birthday of Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Gwyneth Paltrow, who played, uh, uh, who played Brad Pitt's girlfriend in 1985 film Seven, uh, Shallow Hal, you remember her in that, won Academy Awards Best Actress uh, for the film Shakespeare, In Love, she married Chris Martin from Coldplay, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Mr. Jonathan, 1951. And Chuck? 1972. I wrote down 1972 as well. Well, you both get two points. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. So a little wow. out of reach, but a little high five. Ooh. Wow. Um, it is the birth date of uh, Marvin Lee a day. Marvin Lee a day. Anything? Nothing. Marvin Lee a day. Barry? No idea. Nothing? Marvin Meat- Gay. Meatloaf. Oh. Grammy Award-winning rock singer who sold over 43 million records in 1977 album, Bat Out of Hell. Also with a movie career uh, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, and uh, he is uh, also was in the Fight Club in 1999. Yes, he was. Uh, today's his birthday. Barry, what, what year? I'm still doing the math, but we'll say 1952. Okay, uh, Chuck. Chuck. 1950. And I'm going 49. And you are all over. 1947. Son of a... 1947. Today is the birth date of Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams was 
a American politician, fourth governor of Massachusetts, and one of the founding fathers of the United States. He graduated from Harvard College. And uh, as a businessman and tax collector before uh, concentrating on politics, he helped organize the Boston Tea Party. The beer company was named after him but not founded by him. Sam Adams Beer was founded in 1985, the same year Two Guys Smoke Shop was founded. There we go. They did better than us. They did. Um, he is the man. He was born today. What year? 1790. Yeah, you're wrong. 1740. 1740, Barry. 1797. You're all over. 1722. 1776, the declaration was signed. He signed it. So he couldn't have been born after he signed the Declaration okay, of Independence. Okay, this, this is the last <laughs> just, one. Just for the record. Mr. Jonathan, you're out. You need three points. Chuck Morrison, you need two points to tie. To Barry, tie? No, one, no, he two, needs two points to win. Win, one point to tie. Oh, okay, one point to tie. Um, okay, <clears throat> one point to I'm tie. I'm still guessing. Yeah, you have to guess. Okay, today is the birth date of Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius. Soul Train. There we go. The ah. created and original host of The Soul Train, a syndicated music program that aired over three decades. Uh, he helped pave the way for funk master James Brown, along with many, many others. Today is his birthday, Mr. Jonathan. 1932. 1932. Barry. 1939. 1939. 1940. And Mr. Jonathan gets a point for 1936. Not but a the winner is Barry. Barry Stein takes the win. Back on top where I belong. This classic day in All classic history girls should be brought brilliant. to you by ClassicCigars, <laughs> available at twoguyscigars.com. Uh, that's Celebrate today with a classic cigar. And if you are celebrating your birthday, or it's coming real soon. Just a reminder, come to any Two Guys Smoke Shop location. That's Salem, Seabrook, or Nashville, New Hampshire on your birthday. And we will cut and light a free cigar for you every single time. Every Celebrate time. with Two Guys Cigars. Every time. Okay, uh, moving along, moving along. Uh, time to Chuck, are you ready? I'm ready, baby. Okay, while you're enjoying life till it's fullest, it's important to be a debonair. And I was with Mr. Uh, uh, debonair. Yeah. Yeah. on Facebook. Yep. Uh, how to be more debonair is Mr. Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. Gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, I know you're not huge sports fans, but I'm going to use a sport analogy. I'm going to be that shallow, but it's in the interest of one of the perhaps greatest athletes ever to uh, to bless us, and that's Derek Jeter. And that, that comes from a, from a Red Sox fan, a diehard Red Sox fan, to really just stand up and, and give respect to Derek Jeter. Dave, if you saw any of the marketing out there, they uh, kind of rephrase the word respect. R-E-S, I'm sorry, R-E-2-P-E-C-T, two yeah. being the number that he wears. But yes. I just figured, you know, one of the, in my opinion, one of the strongest attributes of a gentleman is to show respect, show respect for his competition, show respect for his fellow brotherhood, um, your enemies, your, your obviously your loved ones, family, relatives. But gentlemen always shows respect. And that's the theme for today's Gentleman Way is just to always be respectful of your yeah. elderly, of your family, of your friends, 
also of your enemies, much like a Red Sox fan, kind of swallowing your pride, acknowledging that, listen, you know, behind the uniform is a person. This guy did it right. He played with integrity. Um, He was just a genuine class act. So be respectful. Be a gentleman. Be debonair. The question always is, though, are you debonair enough? Stay classy, San Diego. Yeah, baby. He is classy. Got to give you that, Barry. El Capitan. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I caught, I caught uh, the tail end of that, and he ended up playing at the Red Sox game where he didn't even have to show up, right? That's he's right. going to play today and tomorrow, and there's a rumor going around that he's going to play left field in front of the Green Monster sometime this weekend. Really? He said, I'll, I'll definitely bat, but I don't know if I was going to. Uh, That's right. Th- but he's a class act. And I wonder, how, uh, I wonder how the Red Sox will be debonair, if they will be debonair. Well, last night, even though he wasn't in the lineup, the fans were chanting his name. It's very. Uh, it is. It's good. Yep. He's good for. He's good for sports. He's good uh, as a good role model. Hey, in the era of steroids, his name was never attached once. What yeah. I heard. What I heard about him, and I think Dave, you'd appreciate this maybe more than anyone, is he's an athlete that you could literally take and put into any generation from the twenties, the fifties, the sixties, and he would fit right in. He is yeah. just your. He's the, he's the definition of a gentleman. Yeah, I hope people uh, copy his style yeah. for sure because yeah. uh, he was doing it right. Uh, and just the opposite of being a gentleman. Uh, Why do you got to put it like that? Because, <laughs> because it is. It's time to go into the aging room. Apologies in advance yeah. of what I'm going to hear because I haven't heard it yet. Is Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like Aging Room Cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our Aging Room is Old Fart Freddy. This is Old Fart Freddy from the Aging Room here to talk to you about getting old. In my day, mothers would tell their kids to wear clean underwear in case they got into an accident. Nowadays, I always bring an extra pair with me in case I have that accident. In my day, one of our favorite games was called the All-Nighter. The guy who fell asleep first woke up with permanent marker on his face and shaving cream in his hand. Yep. Nowadays, an all-nighter is a one-on-one game between me and my bladder. In my day, you could push as hard as you wanted, and the farts only got louder and funnier. Nowadays, it depends. We were accident-free, fart-trusting men who never cared where the bathroom was. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Never, under any circumstances, take a sleeping pill and a laxative on the same night. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And there it is. Never mind. Keep the lid end out of your mouth. Just don't do that. Yeah, Wisdom right. right there. Wisdom. <laughs> there it is. We've got lots of events coming up uh, on the Cigar Authority. Uh, joining us on October 11th will be Pete Johnson from Tatway Cigars. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're crossing our fingers for the monsters uh, to see if uh, that be nice. We, great timing if that ends up happening. A couple the, of tickets still available for that event, by the way. Yes, the event uh, that happens that night. We're going to do the store, the store event uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. All day we'll have uh, Pete in the store from 10 a.m. till about 5. Uh, that's October 11th at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, and he'll run his promotions or whatever he's going to do there. Uh, immediately following that, we'll take a ride up from Seabrook all the way up to the Nashua store from 6.30 to 9.30. Uh, 
Um, we will have Pete in there for three cigars, food and music. The cigars will be special cigars. We are including an uh, Tatuaje M80, unavailable cigar for you. The Cabawan, either 2005 or 2006, only because we have uh, two boxes yeah. and, one, and one of each. Uh, and the Laverte that uh, came out, the cigar that we were supposed to age, we did. Yeah, we this did. is from 2009, and let's see what happens. With, with that cigar, a ticket for that event is $75 if you want to come. It'll include those three cigars, dinner, and music. Live music will be there. And it will also include a $15 uh, gift certificate to uh, buy some cigars and save $15 on whatever you're going to purchase Val or whatever you're going to do. You. I'm yeah. hoping we can get Pete to step in with the band and uh, pick up the bass because he is a bass player. There we, there go. we go. So uh, hopefully that will happen. Uh, what else do we Barry's have? Barry's got a poem he wants to read. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, let's talk about that. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Chris Robin Adams um, reached out to us and sent us a book of poems that are built around the cigar industry. A whole book of poems and all about cigars. And as, uh, as he was being in the cigar store, he would write the poem while he was in there enjoying that cigar and sometimes incorporate that cigar into the uh, poem pretty, itself. Pretty cool. And you can find him on Facebook. Just search for Spanish Cedar, and his website is SpanishCedarBook.com. And uh, I guess I have the honor of reading a poem because you are the resident poet here on the show. Yes, because I'm the yes. one who speaks so eloquently. You're the writer. So, um, so it's called The End of a Stick, and it goes. The sticks burn down and out, three hours and one cup of espresso after first foot heat and tinged in bitterness. The stub tilts on my ashtray lip, its mild to medium promise delivered. Now the time arrives to say farewell, to allow the experience to simmer, to glow, and to become part of history by sleeping slowly, thoughtfully into DNA. The moment lived that satisfied enough. What is that, a haiku? Nothing about that poem rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he understands how poetry works. I don't know. Andrew Dice Clay, to me, you know, Hickory <laughs> right. Dickory yeah. Doc, and we'll just we'll leave that alone. But there are a lot of um, interesting poems in here. A lot of them do name cigars. It's a... Uh, it's a nice read for inside a, a hammock with a cigar and a brandy or a rum by your side. Uh, so if poetry is your thing, you might want to check Even out if this if it's book. not, if you're a collector of cigar stuff, yeah. Spanish Cedar is the name of the book. And yeah. uh, find it on Facebook is the way to go. And yeah, Spanish Cedar on Facebook and SpanishCedarBook.com on the web. SpanishCedarBook.com. Worldwide interwebs. Okay, let's talk about number four. Cigar number four as we're smoking it. It, it, uh, it started off... Uh, Kind of strong? No, it built into strong. Yeah, it built up, uh, I'd say, a good solid medium. Yeah. Maybe a little more. More than that. A little more than medium. Now, let me play the role of a person taking part in this test. Sure. Number three smoked a lot faster than number four. Sure did. Should that play into things? Value-wise, even though we don't know what the value is. Ah, that's true, too. I don't think it plays much into it because you do have to deal with... Combustion. You got to think in terms of the, the people manufacturing the cigar. Maybe this wrapper burns a little faster, and they had to put stuff that to be able to keep it up in there. And, and the first cigar was delicious, as is this cigar. So I don't I don't know that that plays into it for me. I don't know about you, David, but um, I, I have an interesting. I'm going to vote very differently than you guys think. I'm going to vote on this one. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't want to throw anybody, so I'm just going to leave it leave it at that. Um, 
there's a lot to this cigar. A lot to happen in the cigar. I, I know we were deep into the conversation we were having, but while I was deep into the conversation, I was puffing along and enjoying it big time. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll end up seeing uh, what, what happens and what this is, and I don't know what this is. So uh, with that, geez, uh, time has flown. I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we got some interesting shows coming up in, in, in the future and different topics we're, we're dying to uh, talk about. So we'll do that uh, in late, later in uh, the upcoming shows. Next week, uh, two guys will be in the uh, Seabrook store with Tom Lazuka yeah. and Lauren Ferraro from Asylum Cigars. Um, we'll continue the blind taste test, five versus six and seven versus eight. So please join us for that. Remember, folks, this show and every show of the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth every penny. For Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo, and you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And I know it can be tempting, folks, when you're smoking cigar number four to possibly put the lid end in your mouth. It's not a good idea. It's never a good idea. Always remember, the lid end does not belong in your mouth. We'll see you next week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And last reminder, if you enjoyed the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a review or rating up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. See you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, you want to know what Lenny Clark has to say about Two Guys Smoke Shop? Two guys, the Two Guys Smoke Shops guys are the nicest guys. And I'll tell you, sometimes you go into a cigar store, you really don't know what you're looking for. It's very intimidating. And a lot of times, people have a tendency to be arrogant with you, like they know it all. Not the guys. I want the guys up at the Two Guys Smoke Shop. If you're a first-time smoker or you're looking for a great, go in and see them. They'll put you at ease. They'll make you feel at home. They'll get you the best cigar you can get for the best deal. You can't beat it. And whenever I'm in New Hampshire again, if I'm in high-speed police chase or something, I'll stop in and have a smoke with those two guys. Why, thank you, Lenny Clark. 